while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Welcome to South Coast Tonight, and uh, happy almost New Year. I'm Marcus Farrow. Uh, I will be joining you on New Year's Eve Eve until 10 o'clock. You can give me a call at 508-996-0500. That's how you can get on the program. Or um, you can message me on the WBSM app chat, and we can definitely read those as well. Uh, so, I mean, it's New Year's Eve Eve. It's our last show of the year. Um, and this is the first year our show was on. We weren't on for a year. We started July 11th. But still, what I wanted to do this evening is look back on some of the biggest stories of the year. That was my plan. Now, I know that there has been a lot of interest. I can see by the the, the podcast downloads that I had talking about this topic yesterday. And from the calls counselor Abreu got uh, during his hour segment on the Tim Weisberg show, uh, as well as some of the app chat messages and the calls I got yesterday. And uh, Barry Richard invited me on his program at noon to talk about, uh, it was probably around 1230, to talk about the uh, this issue as well. And I did. And you can check that out. Um, on the podcast at WBSM.com is the first hour, probably about a halfway, half hour into Barry's show. We had a lengthy conversation about the pay raises and about the, and about the, um, the, uh, you know, is Mitchell going to run? What if he doesn't run? You know, I, I think he's going to, we can talk about that too. Cause I want to, after we look back, look ahead. That was my plan. Um, but I'll take calls on whatever you want this evening at 508-996-0500. That's how you can get, um, that's how you can get on the program this evening. But just an overview of that topic. If you want to call in and, or you want to message me and, and ask about it, we can talk about it because I think a lot of people have concerns. I mean, again, I, I heard people bringing it up to Counselor Abreu directly. Um, I heard calls today on it. I heard, I saw app chat messages today on it. I got calls yesterday on it. I got app chat messages yesterday on it. I see the podcast downloads, and a lot of people are interested in that conversation specifically. So 
just a brief overview before I get into, you know, kind of what I plan to look back. Uh, just a brief overview of that, um, of that, if you're not familiar with the story. There was uh, Mayor Mitchell has been he came on this show. He's come on. He's come on Tim's show um, and he's talked, you know, his weekly segment on the Tim Weisberg show. And he and he was um, and he's been saying that the city of New Bedford has to pay their employees comparable wages uh, to other cities in the Commonwealth. And they had a third-party independent uh, firm that does this stuff, that does municipal stuff, uh, go in and look at all the salaries and compare them to similar towns and some big, uh, similar cities and some bigger cities like Boston, Taunton, Brockton, Fall River, et cetera, to see where they're at and where they should be. Because, you know, Mayor Mitchell's been saying, oh, well, we lost, you know, a department head to Middleborough because they were getting an extra $10,000, $15,000 per year in Middleborough's probably about a tenth the size of Bedford, probably about the same size as Fairhaven in terms of population. Landmass are a little bit different, a different, maybe different uh, landmass geographics, but in terms of town population, it's about the same, right? So that's Fairhaven, and they're paying more over in Middleborough. So it's something that needs to address. So after he got that data, he had went to the city council with these proposed pay raises based on the data. That he had um, that he, that this party that this that, that this in independent research firm had come up with right, and they said this is what you need to pay. This is what you need to do to be to be competitive. And so he took that information, put it into a legislative package for the city council. It was filed in the city council. They looked at it. Uh, I believe it might have been in committee before it gone before it went to the whole um, whole uh, the whole. Um, the whole committee, and uh, and um, basically, there were a few pay raises. Um, animal control officer, uh, licensing department, human services director that saw um, forty to fifty thousand dollar bump in their pay raise. Now, I said before, public servants deserve. Uh, public servants are underpaid typically. Um, when you take a public service job, you do it because you like the work. You do it because you may get some better benefits than in a private sector job. But you, a lot of times, you can make a lot more money in the private sector. And I think they, I think public servants do deserve to get paid typically more than they they do. But when there are you know a package of data data driven pay raises, and then there are a couple that are just sort of arbitrarily thrown in that are like fifty percent more than the rest of the state. That raised some eyebrows, and so there were people that were concerned about it. And I think, rightfully, I've told you guys before. I'm, I'm you know, obviously, I've said this many, many times, but uh, I'm just drawing from my own experience as an elected official who sits on a uh, the board of public works in Fairhaven. We see, we oversee the the Department of Public Works uh, in in Fairhaven, and we hire people, and we, you know, we approve uh, pay raises uh, for people in our staff. And a lot of that's based on, you know, this, uh, a lot of that's based on uh, collective bargaining because uh, it's, you know, it's a union, um, it's a union shop. So a lot of it's, there are non-union jobs, but a lot of it's based on collective bargaining, what step we can hire somebody at. I'm always of the position that when we're in those, when in those meetings, I always say, you know, what's the most we can possibly provide for, you know, what's the most we can provide given 
the collective bargaining agreement, the steps, and all of that, right? Because there's a lot to consider with that. There's unions; they have their rights. They have they can file grievances and all that. And we, you know, we want to obviously treat our union employees well and treat them fairly. So, there were a few uh, pay raises that raised eyebrows. I don't think the members of the city council have given, or the, you know, the uh, council more had proposed these these pay raises. I don't think. There's been a good faith justification for for a lot of these. Um, now, now the city council voted with uh, voted voted to approve it ten to nothing. So, I mean, you know, it could be a situation where maybe they just want to see this pa- uh, this pay raise package passed. And M- Mayor Mitchell's already he's already said he objects to these pay these specific pay raises, which are like again forty and fifty grand uh, above their t- their salary and way above what the recommended pay raises were for these unit C employees. So just like three or four, everybody in, and and no one's saying that they're everybody in unit C deserves those pay raises. Right. But there's three or four that raise some eyebrows. There wasn't really a good reason for it. And those people are, I've heard are very good people that do a great job, but there's still a matter of, you know, are your, you know, there's a matter of there's elected officials that are entrusted by the people to make prudent uh, decisions um, and is, you know, throwing that much money at particular salaries, especially considering during, you know, cut night in the city council, there's always people combing through uh, those budgets and cutting, ma- making massive cuts to necessary services like wastewater, who denied uh, a couple hundred thousand um, in renovations to the uh, former police department downtown to, to expand the community um, the uh, the office of uh, of uh, community development, um, and so people are bravely concerned about it, right? And I said that it's not something I would do in my position, right? When we're in Fairhaven, I don't, I, I you know, we go by the steps, and I again, and when we're talking about hiring people, I'm saying, what's the most that's fair? What's the most that we can give this person that's fair? And we go with that number, and I go with that number. Um, and a lot of people are concerned about the again these forty fifty thousand dollar pay raises. So we're going to cover that more in the new year for sure. Um, we'll be looking to talk more with the counselors about it. I know Councilor Abu had some uh, discussion on it. I know there's been some uh, on the record statements out about it by city councilors that Jack Spoyne has in his column on WBSM.com. And so you can check that out. Uh, somebody's asked me where. Uh, in the app chat, um, take your calls at 508-996-0500. Um, not the other. Dan's asking where Chris is. I'm still a loyal listener. I appreciate that. Chris uh, Chris will be in next week, um, uh, Wednesday, and uh, we've got some good guests planned for next week as well. I'm hoping to have Councilor Carney on next week to talk about, you know, we've, I've, I've talked to her a little bit about this situation where uh, of, of Shane Burgo and Brian Pereira walking out of her meeting on appointments and briefings and all the discussion around that. And we will definitely discuss that with her. We've had the other side of that argument on, and I think it's really important that she comes on and gives uh, her perspective too. I like Naomi, um, and uh, I don't want to have this conversation, you know, really go on uh, too much without getting her side of the story as well. So she's going to be on hopefully sometime next week uh, to to talk about that. So we will talk about that uh, with her. So there's a lot to be covered there. Um, and we'll, uh, in the interim, we'll take your calls, uh, at 508-996-0500. If you want to talk about the pay raises, if you want to talk about, uh, you know, 
what stories you thought were big this year. This is our last show of the year. Obviously, New Year's Eve is tomorrow. I believe we still have our weekend warriors on. I was a weekend warrior. That's how I got my start here um, on South Coast. Well, that's how I got my start here and went into South Coast tonight. Um, on you know, Jess Machado, I, I know is going to be in from Saturday one to four. And she's, uh, I'm sure, got a good show planned for the end of her new year. Of course, you can hear Brian Thomas uh, 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 um, in the morning and, and Ken in the morning as well. So in uh, Money Matters with Jose Matos uh, at noon. So so anyway, in the, in, in the interim, I'll take your calls at 508-996-0500. Yeah, the New Year's Day. So Monday, just for some, just, just, just some housekeeping. Obviously, we got weekend programming this weekend, regular weekend programming, so definitely tune in during the weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I always do. Uh, listen in to, to Brian, Ken, uh, Brian, Ken, Jose, Jess. I, you know, I, I keep my keep my WBSM app on or I keep it on in the car when I'm doing my errands on Saturday. And I think it's um, I think it's always, uh, you know, it's 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 really it's really a. Uh, uh, I think it's a service that a lot, not a lot of local radio stations around here are providing, giving that good local political talk on the um, on those issues. So 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the uh, on the program this evening. So I think what we'll do now is um, just to kind of break it up a bit. What I'll do is uh, we'll start with by taking a commercial break and again. Where I really wanted to start today is talking about five stories that I thought were important. Um, I don't know how much time that'll take, but if you want to call in and uh, interrupt me in the middle of that, you certainly can uh, to give what you, you know, to talk about something else, to talk about, you know, what you thought your biggest story of the year is or one of your biggest stories or give me your five biggest stories. Um, Or you can call in and ask about the pay raises, the walkout, you know, whatever you want, whatever local issues are going on, things going on if you're Haven, Dartmouth, et cetera, the the, uh, septic issue that's obviously ongoing, too. That's another big story. So, uh, and we'll take your calls. So 508-996-0500, we'll take your messages on the WBSM app chat. I'm here with you. Friday night, love Friday nights. It's always always a good vibe. It's always a good vibe. And um, we'll we'll have a lot of fun uh, this evening. So... We'll take a break now, and then I'm going to get into. I'll start. I'll start with five and go down. I don't know how long each conversation is going to take. Um, you know, I'll I'll talk about these uh, each of these stories. Uh, you know, as much as I feel is is necessary, and then uh, we'll move on. And I'll, I'll do the countdown, and then of course we'll be talking about other stuff too. So um, yeah, again, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. That's how you can get on with me this evening, and I appreciate you guys uh, listening tonight uh, on our, our on our New Year's Eve uh, special programming. And uh, I'm going to take a break now, and uh, we'll talk. Fourteen twenty WBS. I'm Marcus five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Is how you can join me uh, this evening. Uh, we'll also take your messages on the WBSM app chat. Uh, so, what? Um, again, we I wanted to count down uh, the five biggest stories. I thought this is the you know this is the last show we're going to have for the year. We'll be back on tuesday when, uh, monday is a day off uh for everybody at the station it is the official observance of new year's day so we'll have we'll have we'll be back on tuesday uh regular programming tuesday through friday and i'm kind of you know i'm looking forward to getting back into the rhythm of, of just being here too because there's been days off here and days off there and don't get me wrong i do appreciate my days off and uh 
you know, I do I do really appreciate my days off. <laughs> but um but uh but I'd like to get back in the rhythm of being here consistently and uh building some really good conversation, which I think we've done anyway, uh even with some of the absences. Jack Spillane's done a great job filling in uh for us and you know we've had other um you know uh you know jess filling in for barry and all of that so people have a lot to do during the holidays and and i think uh i think the station's been very nimble and adjusting to try to continue the conversation um but again it'll be good when the start of the new year to get back into that rhythm so still taking your calls at 508-996-0500 and taking your messages on the app chat so my top five stories, I'm going to just list them. I'm going to list the story. I'm going to talk about it. And then uh, as much as I, I feel as though this is necessary, and then I'm going to move on to, uh, you know, I'm going to go from five to four, three, two, one. And if you want to call in in the interim, talk about one of those stories, or if you want to uh, add what you think is a big story, your top five stories. Uh, lo- and, I, and these are local, by the way. I'm not, these are local stories. Uh, things that that have impacted the South Coast mostly, you know, things that have impacted this region, the South Coast mostly. Um, you know, some of it's a little bit more. Some of it does have a bit of a national tone, but it's it's something that happened around here, you know, around here, around the pristine shores of, of southeastern Massachusetts. So, number five, and this was a very easy inclusion on my list, and honestly, one of one of my favorite. Um, events basically uh that happened here at wbsm since i've been here and number five for me of 2022 is the noah's playground situation um the proposal to uh the proposal to implement a pay to park at noah's playground uh on pope's island in new bedford now that was a bad proposal right but the response from the community that was, I think, driven here at WBSM. The conversation that was started here at WBSM is why I'm in talk radio, why I'm in local talk radio, because I think it really is it, it, local talk radio, and especially here at WBSM and, and, and in this region where we have one of the most, I think, one of the strongest talk radio listenerships really in the country, um, is it was so important to a lot of things. And the Noah's Playground story really meant a lot to me personally. So for those of you who might not remember, this was around March uh, in 2022 in the spring. Noah's Playground is kind of the first of its, uh, the first of its kind fully accessible ADA, uh, Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA uh, a play, playground. It's on Pope's Island in New Bedford. Some people think it's Fairhaven. And at the time, I was like, if it was in Fairhaven, it'd be under my purview and my pub- as a public works commissioner. And I would never allow this. But uh, Pope's Island in New Bedford, over uh, just before the bridge, if you're coming in through Fairhaven, is a fully accessible ADA playground. First of its kind, it was uh, formally built in 2017, uh, cost about $2.4 million, I think, in uh, community investment. And there was a proposal by the uh, city, uh, there was a proposal in front of the city park board to approve a pay-to-park system at Noah's Playground. Now, this kind of went quietly through uh, the the park board and uh, was passed. And I remember Councillor Pereira, Ward Six City Councillor Pereira, in the infancy of his council tenure, 
discovered this issue because the city councilors get uh, they get notices of all they get the agendas for uh, every board and commission meeting. Every board and commission meeting, they get the notices for, and they can read them. And what Councilor Pereira found was that there was a pay to park at Noah's Playground. And so he started bringing that up, and he was talking about how he was – I remember the words he had. He said, I was disgusted by it. I was disgusted by it. And I see some calls in line. We'll take them in at 508-996-0500. So I brought that issue. We kind of sired this issue uh, on Tim Weisberg's um, – uh, roundtable segment you know we talked about it with barry uh tim phil we all talked about it and then i had council prayer on my show on saturday i put out a column uh on it uh on wbsm and you can so you can still check it out it's there uh with my and it had my conversation with council Pereira. that 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 post and there was other there was other very important additional posts. I remember Michael Rock had a story on it. Tim Weisberg had a story on it. Kate Robinson. There was a very important uh, conversation that was driven by this station. But it was really important to me because I didn't think it was equitable, right? None of us really thought it was equitable to start charging, a, having a pay-to-park system there at Noah's Playground. And so there was a lot of conversation really for, for like two full weeks. And the mayor came in, he defended that position uh, and the park board's position and all of that. Um, but I think ultimately uh, the community responded in such an overwhelming way uh, that um, they, they rescinded it. So 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program. Good evening. Hey, Marcus, how you doing? Good. How are you? All is well. All is well. Um, I actually do think one of the most important stories of the year is that someone in the city got a $40,000 raise. Yeah, <laughs> I I, uh, I agree. Actually, a few people did. Um, th- about uh, two or three people got a $40,000 raise. Uh, that, And I, I think that is very important. I think something so, a lot of people I mean, care about. Park, parking, it, parking for a couple bucks isn't going to hit us as taxpayers. Like it's when people that work for us decide to give themselves raises for $40,000. Yes. So that that hits us more than a parking fee. Well, the thing is, is that this playground was made for people who uh, have disabilities. And so a lot of people thought that, you know, charging parking for charging parking was uh, wasn't really equitable and would actually drive down the use of that uh, parking place. And it it kind of like defeats the it's kind of antithetical to the whole point of Noah's Playground. And that was the whole argument. I'll pay for that parking. I don't care. I'll I'll pay for that parking. What I care about is people giving themselves $40,000 raises. Yeah, so here's here's where and just to just to clarify the city uh, a city count city councilor uh, Morad had put forward these proposals to give these 40 $50,000 pay raises to these individuals. Um Mark, Marcus, I just got a 50 cent raise. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. I, I understand, uh, and I, I, I agree. It's... I hope everyone listening to this right now understands we get 50-cent raises. They give themselves $40,000 raises, and that's what our taxes are going to. Yeah, and and at the same time, it's it's kind of strange because a lot of uh, during, like, cut night 
uh, for budgets, they're cutting like really necessary services. I remember they had a massive cut into the wastewater budget. Like that's what's more essential than 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 uh, than for city government services than providing good, uh, providing uh, adequate wastewater services. And they're cutting those that stuff while giving huge huge chunks of money to. Uh, in salary to people to certain people for very you know for inexplicable reasons i kind of want to keep you on the line here though because i'm not talking about those other services i'm only talking about the forty thousand dollar raises yeah yeah i understand i i get it it's outrageous and i think that the the you know i think I think the counselors that championed it uh, owe an explanation to to the to the public on it, for sure. It's 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 not good governance because it sends a bad message. Uh, I think you know it's a horrible message, and I'll, I'll I'll leave leave you after this so other people can put in their time. But I just hope everybody listening just knows that their money is going to give their public uh, like workers forty thousand dollar raises and that's just yeah way way too much but i don't want to uh keep you any further so you can uh have other people you know give their voice and stuff but i appreciate you uh letting me have my time anytime Appreciate right. it. Have, have a good night, Mark. You as well. Yeah, that's a big. I mean, that is a big story. It just happened, and and uh, I think it's something we're looking forward to covering uh, covering further into the into the new into the into the new year. Is that um, you know the look? You know, I, I said this earlier. I said this on Barry's show, and I said it uh, last night that everybody in that unit C group for city employees was was going to get a raise because. The, the wages that they were paying the Unit C employees, which were not unionized uh, positions, the wages that they were paying the Unit C employees were woefully under what uh, woefully under what was recommended um, by was woefully under what was recommended uh, what is recommended to be competitive in the in the in the sort of I guess you know municipal employee job market. Like people were leaving forty, they lost about forty-five employees to different. They lost forty-five different employees in like a year, year, the last year or two, to um, to other municipalities because, like you know, Middlebar was paying more, right? Smaller, even smaller communities were paying a lot more. Some, I, I think uh, Mitchell had said, uh, I think like someone, someone might have left for uh, Oak Bluffs too, right? Which, you know, nine months out of the year, probably. <laughs> That's about maybe 15,000 people. So, but, but the certain positions just getting a massive, you know, 40 to 50,000, somewhere, one was $50,000 pay raise. And again, I'm sure these people, I'm sure these people that are, that are uh, getting those, you know, those people that, uh, the, the positions and the people that fill them that are being talked about, I kind of feel bad because, you know, the animal control officer, from what I understand, is a great guy in a great community, uh, a, a great uh, public servant. Um, and the other positions, too, I'm sure they're great people and great public servants. And it's, it's kind of actually, it's unfair to them, honestly, that this, that, that this was proposed because it makes them look bad. 
when and I and, and to my knowledge, nobody's nobody's lobbied for it. I don't think anybody said, "Give me, hey, you know, hey, give me a fifty thousand dollar pay raise." But they did it anyway, and they didn't provide any explanation. And it's not about the person; it's about the position. And you know, it you know the the <coughs> New Bedford's uh, HR department had uh judith keating had said this is actually going to create a domino effect there's going to be you know the unions are obviously rightfully going to raise their eyebrows at this and they're going to you know they're they're going to to demand more as well it, it doesn't again it doesn't make a lot of sense it, it seems careless and mayor mitchell said that too but the problem is you've got to take the whole package or none at all, nothing you've got to take that whole legislative he's asked to sign that whole legislative package or sign none of it he doesn't have a line item veto here to say okay that's a little bit too much let's reduce it to this you know because those positions deserve pay raises but a lot of people are looking at that and saying well, is there something beneath the surface here that we have to look at? And it doesn't have to do with anything with those employees. It could have just been, um, you know, the city councilors that proposed those pay raises may have acted, I think, with some wanton recklessness. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Marcus, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Um, I think that's an excellent uh, a term is wanton recklessness. Um yeah. Because I did talk to one of the city councilors, and I specifically asked. I'm not going to name names, but I did ask. I said, "Well, how many how many cities and towns have a dog officer, and what's the median the medium wage?" Oh, I don't know. They have no idea. <laughs> yeah. So, so, right. So they're just arbitrarily coming up with a number, and you know, our dog officer, hardworking guy. I'm sure he needs to raise forty grand. You know, it's a lot of money, but if that's truly the going rate. Then and we want a dog officer. Then that's what we got to pay. Sure, but we don't know that, and, well, and they well, never fix it. Well, Jack Spillane had you know he had tracked that a little bit further and said actually yeah. this would be the uh, this animal control officer, which is a necessary job for sure. This yeah, animal control off this animal animal control officer would be this position now. It's not even about the person. The position would now pay at like a fifty one percent higher clip than any other city in the Commonwealth, any other town or city in the Commonwealth, fifty one percent higher, and it doesn't make really make any sense. I think even about ten thousand more than the position in uh Bo- uh in um that same position in Boston and Boston's like almost literally seven times the size of New Bedford. So it 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 definitely raises a lot of eyebrows. And it's not just the you know the animal control officer is like a recognizable position that people are talking about. You know the the human um you know the human services uh director and the and the person the license the, the licensing department position, those got equal pay raises. Um those two but it's like two it's like two or three positions that are getting these massive pay bumps. And like you said, you know, some people like, I don't know, like, I guess that's what it should be. You know, like they don't, it was just wanted. And and it's like, are you doing your homework? You know, you, you, you can't be, you can't have been doing it. And that's the most charitable interpretation of what happened is that they weren't doing their homework. Right. Cause it could have been something like, well, I like this person. So I'm going to give them 50 grand a year. Right. My buddy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that's happening, but it, it, that's certainly a good explanation for it because it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I mean, if they if they had truly said, "Yeah, we researched this and we we had the the personnel director from New Bedford um, canvass the whole state and this is the numbers they came up with," then then you can say, "All right, I feel comfortable." They didn't do that. They just kind of tried to push it through, and 
it's it's disgusting. You know, I I see my friends who are, are getting their tax bills now, and they're, they're outraged. They're totally outraged, and it's stuff like this that's causing it because they're they're recklessly spending because there's a lot of money around right now. Let's be honest. I mean, we're awash in money. They're spending. They're looking for ways to spend it. Well, guess what? That's not going to last forever. And in a couple of years, what are we going to do? We're going to put the taxes up again. So I, I don't know. I just I, I don't know what the good answer is. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think, I, like I said, I think they, they, they own a better explanation than, and in, in, in terms of, hey, let's look at this and see what's comparable, that, that, they, the mayor, the mayor's office did that. They hired a, again, they hired a, they hired a firm that does municipal services like that to figure out exactly what they needed to, to, to offer. And then they decided to throw an extra, you know, 40 to $50,000 on top of that number for whatever reason. It was total, it's totally like, um, laissez faire, like fly by night legislating. And it, it's really not something people should stand for. No, it's disgusting. And people are going to, in New Bedford, people are going to lose their homes because of this, because mm-hmm. they can't afford the taxes. It's just, yeah. it's just disgusting. But it All is. right, great topic. Have a happy New Year. You Take as care. well. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like I said, Council Moore had proposed that pay raise, and, I, uh, you know, it got adopted 10 to nothing uh, by the, the councilors, and it could have been a situation where, I mean, there's a few ways to look at it, right? Council Moore had proposed that, and the 10 other councilors adopted it. And you could say, well, maybe they thought the same thing. They thought the same way she did. Maybe they don't care. Maybe they're like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever, right? Maybe it was just kind of like laissez-faire, like I said. Or maybe they were concerned that... You know, if they, you know, maybe they were concerned if that if there was any resistance on this uh, proposed pay raise of forty to fifty thousand um, dollars for these, you know, very select positions. Maybe if they thought there was any resistance, then this whole legislative package, which was very important and necessary to get back the forty-five people that were lost and maintain people, so they don't continue to keep, uh, they, they don't continue to leave. Maybe that. Maybe they felt like, well, let's not upset the apple cart here and let's just go along with what Councilor Moore had proposed for these pay raises. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Uh, again, we'll, we'll probably get more explanation. We'll, we'll hopefully get more explanation uh, going into the new year, uh, you know, as there's a new there's going to be a new council. Uh, there's going to be new committee assignments There's a new session. And so we'll have to see. And we'll we'll have to talk to these counselors. Uh, and I know counselors are listening. Um, and if you ever want to call in, you know the number. Uh, let us know. I, I haven't had a chance to. I've had a chance to talk to a couple. I haven't had a chance to talk to everybody. And I know Ian was on for a little bit today to talk about it. But it, it's really, it's really troubling. Um, it's a really troubling development. Like I said, in in my position here in town, I I I wouldn't do it. I never did do it. We go by the steps, you know, there's step, you know, we go by the steps. We go by what is, what is recommended, what is part of the collective bargaining agreement, you know, what is fair to that employee and the other employees in the, in the department. And that's how we make our decision. We don't make our, you know, we don't make our decision just sort of like, Oh, uh, well, sounds good. Here's uh, $40,000. Here's $50,000. Again, 
it doesn't make a lot of sense. And Jack bring this brings this up. There were some cuts that were made to like massive cuts to like a wastewater budget last year. Massive cut, uh, uh, not a massive cut, but they 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 balked at the borrowing package that was passed. A few councilors balked at the borrowing package that was passed. Um, uh, last summer that, you know, had a lot of really necessary improvements, right? Including uh, they turned down, I think, a couple hundred thousand dollars to re- uh, re- to renovate the old New Bedford police station, which is now just a barren building that doesn't do anything. And they could have had it do something. And they decided no, for one reason or another, maybe fiscal responsibility, maybe they still somehow, some way want that to be a police station, even though it's never going to be again. Um, they didn't want to, you know, help uh, for the office of um, uh, for the office of uh, housing community development. They didn't want to uh, they didn't want to, you know, renovate that to give that department the, the, the you know, the space and resources it needs to do its job. But meanwhile, they're just throwing that money around. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't. And I think people are rightfully upset about it. And we heard that today when that Councilor Aber was on and there were calls about it. And we've seen the app chat messages and we're hearing calls and app chat messages today on it. So 508-996-0500. 1420WBSM can now be heard on 995FM. You never know who will call in the South Coast tonight. But they want to hear from you most of all. Call 508-996-0500. Or use the WBSM app to send an app chat text message or leave voicemail. Welcome back to the show. I'm Marcus, 508-996-0500. Uh, just reading some app chat messages. We'll take your app chat messages as well. You know, I'm seeing some that were sent uh, on this show and during the day, and I have one now. It's basically saying, um, you know, Salaries need to be raised and comparable to other cities and towns within a certain percent. If one is going to end up with 40% above average, then they all should. Why are some higher than others? It's a great question. That is a great question and one that uh, probably should be answered, but it hasn't yet, honestly. I hate to keep. I hate to keep beating up on on the 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 counselors on this, and some you know I have a lot of friends there, but it's not a good vote. It's not a good decision, and they're you know when we get into the new year and all that, we'll 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 try to get more better explanations from everybody, or maybe it could be the situation which, like I said, one counselor, which was Councilor Moore, I would propose these pay raises, uh, and the other counselors, or um, you know, said okay because maybe. Again, they didn't want to upset the apple cart and say, okay, we need these passed. Let's not, you know, let's just get this through. Let's get this done, you know, or maybe it's, you know, maybe it's, uh, they didn't care. I don't know. There's a, again, it's, it's, it's really, it's inexplicable, uh, in a lot of ways. And so we'll, we'll look forward to, to, to getting those answers too. Um, it's not, you know, it's something that I'm sure the mayor is going to want to talk about as well. Uh, I know he's voiced some public objection to it, and uh, we'll, we'll definitely hear that. Uh, Jack Spillane's got a really good column on it uh, on New Bedford Light, and Arthur Hirsch brought it up too. Um, so we can um, you can definitely check out their comments on it too at newbedfordlight.org. I had Jack on for uh, briefly sometime in the, um, so I think it was on Tuesday, 
like the first day we were back. He called in to talk about this. So 508-996-0500. You're taking another break. The new- 508-996-0500. Uh, seems like a lot of you guys want to talk about the pay raise uh, concerns where a few uh, a few um, city employees got a much higher pay raise than everybody uh, else did in the Unit C department. Uh, a few positions, I'll say, because it's not about the employees. The employees are you know, dutiful public servants that, um, that, uh, are just doing their job. The, and it's actually kind of crappy, um, that, uh, you know, a counselor that proposed this and the city council kind of put this on them, um, by, I think doing something that was pretty, pretty careless. It was pretty careless. I'm sorry. I, I, uh, again, you know, I, I think that the, Members of the city council typically they they you know most of them uh, are 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 there because they want to do a good job and they want to do right by the they want to do right by the people that they're serving. But this was just a bad it was a bad proposal. Um, it was a bad bad proposal, and it was bad for the rest of the council to adopt it. It just wasn't good. There's there is no other way around it. There is no other way around it. Uh, again, you know, I know there's counselors that listen. And if you want to let me know, you can. Um, I'll I'll be reaching out, right? I'll be reaching out to everybody to try to figure to to try to get more, um, you know, explanation of this after the after the holiday and all that. We'll we'll be getting trying to get further explanation. But you know, there's I guess a caller that had spoken with the city counselor and didn't feel like he got a good uh, recommendation, a uh, good explanation from that counselor. I haven't heard anything good. There have been comments on the record. Jack Spillane has gotten, hasn't heard anything good about it either. So, I mean, really, uh, it's difficult. So, you know, and when I was talking about the Noah's Playground story, one of the ways that we were able to effectuate change, you were you were able to effectuate, effectuate change is making your voice heard in things, right? And so this is something that I think people can really make their voice heard on. And if they can get a good explanation, uh, one that they're satisfied with, fine. If not, then there's just something you got to do about it, right? There's something you got to do about it. So um, we'll continue this conversation. We'll continue other conversations. We'll, you know, I'll, I'll pepper in some other, you know, 2022 lookbacks, but I know you guys want to talk about this. So we'll, we will talk about it and we'll take your calls and your app chat messages at 508-996-0500. That's how you can get on the program. So... That's it for the 7 o'clock hour, and in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll be talking more about this. We'll be talking more about 2022. You want to call in, give us your favorite, you know, your uh, your favorite story of the year. You want to call in, voice your concerns on the pay raises. We'll do it. All right.